Entrepreneur on Fire 979. Look at why you're doing everything that you're doing. And even when you think you've got the answer, keep asking yourself why. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. Get inside my head weekly and ignite. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 400,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. That's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy website builder? Visit hostcater.com slash fire and the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jeff Steinman. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, I am totally prepared (laughs) to ignite, John. (laughs) Jeff is the creator of How to Quit Working, a simple plan to quit your job and start a business. He's also a real estate investor, but above all, he is a freedom fanatic, fiercely devoted to finding a better way to live life. Jeff, take a minute, fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. I do a little bit of real estate. I'm hugely fanatical about historical architecture. It's kind of one of my biggest passions, and I love living here in the heart of St. Louis, where I get to see tons of great architecture. I love walking from my house to my office and just getting to take all of that in, and it's uh, that's a that's a huge thing for me. But really, it's for me, it's life is all about freedom. Life is all about how much can we actually do the things that we want? Because I don't really think anything else matters. Do you love the book Fountainhead? I do. <laughs> I also, I am also a big fan of Atlas Shrugged. Phenomenal. I just got done that book and it is a doozy fire nation. But if you like architecture or anything like that, man, it's incredible insights. So yeah. Jeff, you're at a networking party in St. Louis. Someone mm-hmm. walks up to you and they say, what, sir, do you do? In 10 seconds, how do you respond? I help people live more. That was like in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> brevity is important. <laughs> brevity is important. And also when it's intriguing brevity and people are going to just look at you and say, expounds because they're going to want to hear more. And I love that for a lot of reasons. We're going to dive into how you got to that as your opening line. And we're going to do that right now with your entrepreneurial origin story. And Jeff, this isn't your way back story. This is what you're doing right now, today. How'd you make that switch into this? Take us to that moment, to that period. Tell us that story, that leap off point. You know, I was, I I managed large projects and programs for a major bank here in the U.S. And, um, we were managing a big merger program, and I was sitting in one of the senior manager's office. I interacted with a lot of the senior management that were managing the the merger from a high level. And we're sitting there, and something happened unrelated to the project. And uh, the senior manager's cell phone went off, and he let off a string of profanity mm. that I won't repeat on the show. Thank you. But, <laughs> but he let off a string of profanity. And uh, it, the the degree of frustration 
in 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 his his face and and his his language and and all of that was so apparent and the thing that was really crazy was this guy was like a week and a half from retirement and it was sort of that moment that i said wow here i am climbing this corporate ladder and that is what i'm aspiring to oh and that was you know that was that was huge for me and that's when you know i was listening to podcasts and i was reading books and all that kind of stuff but for me that was when it really cemented it and i said you got to get serious you got to get really serious and that's when kind of my entrepreneurial pursuits went from, oh, this is interesting. Let me read this book. Oh, this is interesting. Let me buy this little course. Let me listen to this show. And it went to, you know what? This this has to be serious, and I have to get a business plan in place. And I don't mean that in the traditional sense, but I have to get a plan in place for what I'm actually going to do. How am I actually going to make money to get out of this situation? And uh, with that, it was April uh, April 13th of 2012 that I left my uh, job forever and started my business and marketing consulting firm, which later, about a year later, I ended up writing the book, How to Quit Working, which has turned into this whole huge coaching and training platform. Oh, I mean, Fire Nation is going to resonate with the story. They're going to resonate with the theme yeah. because so many of us, Jeff, spend our lives climbing that ladder. And then we get to the top and we hate the view on the other side. We're like, what did I spend my life, my energy, my bandwidth climbing this ladder for? And it's so sad. And that's why it's so important, Fire Nation, if you are on that ladder, Look at those above you like Jeff finally did and had that kind of eye-opening experience. Look at those above you and say, is that where I want to be? Is that person happy? Is that person doing something that I want to be doing that I'm aspiring to? If the answer is yes, awesome. Keep climbing that ladder. That's a great ladder to be on. If the answer is uh, maybe, find out more. And if it's no, get the heck off that ladder. And stuff like Jeff is kicking out is definitely going to aid you in that. And Jeff, specifically today, now, how are you generating revenue? Yeah, we generate revenue a couple of ways. We have the the book, the How to Quit Working book, as well as uh, an online community that we've created called the Shift Program, where we have folks can just come in and uh, get training and a group of really cool, inspired uh, entrepreneurs in their in a peer group that they can work together with to build their businesses to leave their corporate job. And then we also do private one on one coaching. So there's something I want to talk about when it comes to books. And you may have had a different experience, and that's why I have you on. I want to talk about it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that start look at books as a way to generate revenue. I don't. Mm. I don't think oh. books standing alone can generate revenue. To me, books are these amazing lead magnets, a way that you can bring people in leveraging just uh, Amazon and all these other great revenue, you know, I mean, iTunes, books, all these different ways to generate great leads into a business model like membership sites, like coaching XYZ. That's been my experience. And that's why I have podcast launched at 99 cents. Like I want as many people to read that book as possible. And that's the lowest I can put it in the Amazon store. And it's the people that join the free podcast course and then join podcasters paradise and webinar on fire. That's where my real revenue comes from. But that's me. That's my personal strategy when it comes to books. What's yours? I totally agree, John. I serve on the, not, the board of a not-for-profit for, for uh, self-published authors here in St. Louis. And that's the biggest misconception that I see is folks think that they're going to make 
a living selling books and you, you can. But I think what it comes down to is would you rather, you know, if you look at just a typical priced book, you know, somewhere between 12 and $15 for a paperback, about 10 bucks for a, a Kindle version. Yeah. When you look at that, how many of those do you have to sell? I mean, I did some math one time yeah. just to come up with like a $60,000 a year salary, <laughs> right. the number of books you have to sell. I'd much rather sell, you know, a couple of dozen uh, memberships for at 500 bucks a right. month than sell all those books. And I think that's a huge misconception that people make. Books are great. I love books. I'm going to write books until I die. Of course. All right. But uh, they're not, they're just, they're not the best way to make revenue. Certainly not when lifestyle is your focus, right? Because when your lifestyle is your focus, you want to sell 12 units, not 12,000 units. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I love when people look at books as I feel like they should, which is the beginning part of the funnel. The key part of that, you have to have a funnel in place. And that's what I'm sure your book talks about and your different membership sites and coaching and all these different things. So Fire Nation, make sure that you realize that when you're sitting down to spend your time writing that book, that initial lead funnel, you do have things in place below to continue that conversation and to continue to go forward with that. And Jeff, we're going to dive more into this because it's really important, really valuable. But I want you to tell us a story. And this story is going to be what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us there. It was 2001. And this is long before that that moment that I talked about yeah. earlier. So it's 2001. And uh, I had begun to get some traction in the corporate world. I had gone a couple rungs up that corporate ladder. And I started to see what it was all about. What I started to see was that you get a raise, you get a promotion, you go out and you have a nice, you buy a nice bottle of wine, you have a steak dinner, and you go back the next day to more of what you didn't like. So I was beginning to see that. I was beginning to get, to get disillusioned. Now, again, this is before we had all of the podcasts and blogs and resources that we have now. So it was a very different picture to look at starting a business back then. But I, th- I thought I knew what I was doing, and I'd always had this entrepreneurial bug. So I put together this idea and this, this service, the product that I was going to create. I was actually – what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring e-commerce to mom and pop. I said, you know what? They're, setting up an e-commerce site in 2001 was – I mean multi – Tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, it was just anybody. Just, there was just, no Shopify. There was nothing like that. So I said, you know what? I'm I'm managing these these e-commerce projects. I know how to do this stuff. I know how to pull together the resources. I'm going to create something that lets just a small business just go enter their products online, and then they can just put that on their website, and then they can they can do commerce. We'll handle everything else. And it was, in retrospect, a great idea. Yeah. Um, I was I was too immature as an entrepreneur and as a and as a person to really make it work. I now know in retrospect, but I was so serious about that idea and I was so uh, excited about it that I actually set up a, a a meeting with my boss to resign. And it was on a Thursday morning. It was at eight a.m. I'll never forget it. The meeting was in a conference room right down the hall from my desk, and I got in a few minutes early that morning and I had my resignation letter all typed up in front of me, and. I walked down the hall and went into this meeting room and my boss wasn't there yet. So I went in the room and I sat down 
and uh, waited for a few minutes, and he came in, and he was in a huge rush. I mean, he just had this look in his face. You know how people just look at you like, <laughs> right, just get to the point. I, I don't have time for this anyway. So um, so I'm sitting there, and, and he sits down, and he's kind of looking at me like, you know, all right, spill it. What, what did you want to talk about? And I'm staring in his eyes, and I'm sitting there thinking, this is the moment when I have to step off this cliff. This is when I have to step off this cliff and just hope that this idea works. And as I was sitting there, I realized that I couldn't do it. Mm. I completely chickened out. And uh, I made up some silly reason for why I'd asked for the meeting. And uh, the meeting was over shortly. And I walked back to my desk and I sat down and I thought to myself, all right, well, you're not going to do it. This is your life. Jeff, so many of us in Fire Nation have experienced that. I mean, I experienced that throughout the entire three-month build-up to launching Entrepreneur on Fire that I, I just, I had, you know, plans. I was going to wake up the next morning and, and walk back and beg for my job back because I wasn't going to launch this podcast. I and mean, we've all had that. So yeah. kind of looking back, what do you want to say to our listeners now? You know, here's 2015. What, you know, what would you say to that 2001, Jeff, and to the current Fire Nation listeners who might be in a similar situation? You have to get over that thought of, is this going to succeed or is this going to fail? And you have to quit thinking so binary like that. And you have to start thinking in terms of, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try this. Some pieces of it might work. Some parts of it might not work. The whole thing might not work. But there's no question that it's it's not all going to be successful initially. And you have to approach it from a standpoint of, of going into everything with the idea that it's not about whether it's successful or, 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 or not. It's about what do you learn from it and how do you then adapt and take it in a different direction based upon what you learned. And when you take that mentality, there's no more failure. And I think when you can go into it with that standpoint and from that mindset – then, then you're going to be golden. But that's the, that's the thing that you've got to change because you can't be sitting in that chair. No, no, no reasonable human being can sit in that chair and convince themselves that this idea that they have in their head is definitely going to work. It's just, it's probably not going to. And you've got to get that success failure mindset out of your head and get into a, a, a try this, try that, see what works and learn and go down the path that's, that's going to be most successful based on what you learn. There's a Seth Golden quote that I love that fits so well here. This might not work. <laughs> this might not work. You know, Seth yeah. Godin is saying that, and he does things every single day that doesn't work. And to me, and for you, Fire Nation, I hope that that is so liberating because it doesn't have to work. Because then you go back to the drawing board with that knowledge you've learned from those mistakes, from those missteps, and you try again. And guess what? That might not work, but you keep iterating, you keep trying. Believe me, Jeff Bezos had very similar fears when he handed his resignation letter to his boss, you know, about selling books online back in 1996 yeah. or seven, whenever that was. And we all know where that story went for Amazon. So this might not work. And Jeff, I want to shift to another story, but this one's going to be an aha moment, a light bulb that went on in your journey. And just like you told us that story, keep that story feel going forward because you've had a lot of these moments, but which one's going to resonate most with Fire Nation? Take us there and tell us that story. I think the biggest 
aha moment for me came as we were building How to Quit Working. And I had spent so much time in the past working on products and programs. When I first uh, left my my job in 2012, created this big online program. It was like a thousand bucks. And Spent so much time. Uh, I had a business partner at the time, and we just spent, I mean, it was like three or four weeks we spent just banging out these training videos and this and this. And it was great stuff in retrospect, but it wasn't anything that anybody wanted, unfortunately. <laughs> and it's almost like a rite of passage in this industry. You have to, you have to spend a month or two or three months creating that big product that nobody buys. <laughs> but what, what happened was after that, I, I, I was doing some reading and, and I was studying a lot of kind of the big marketing gurus and I'm, I'm most heavily influenced by Dan Kennedy, by hands down. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a huge Dan Kennedy fanboy. Um, but I think what what happened after that was I, I left the, the, the mentality of selling one thing to one person and going out and finding a new customer every time you want to sell something and created the mentality of, okay – you got to create a lifelong relationship with a customer. And to go back to the book point, right? It's about starting with a low end product like a book, a, a, a 10 to $15 financial commitment is not very much. You can get people to do that real easily. And then after that, you can move them up into higher, higher price products. But I think the, 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 the biggest aha moment was when I really stepped back and I said, you know, it's not about making sales. It's about building relationships. And you've got to have a wide range of products and services to, to give people along their journey. Because I always think of it as a journey. I think of folks being on a continuum. And as someone who is really, you know, people like you and I, John, we're in the life-changing business. That's what our business is. Yeah. We can call it online business. We can call it coaching. We can call it podcasting. But it's really the life-changing business. And it's about how do you move someone along that continuum. We have folks out in uh, like maybe our free Facebook group or something like that where you can see where they're at on that continuum of being able to quit their job and start a business. And you can see, okay, this person's back here. Well, the book might move them five or six notches, if you will, over. Our coaching program might move them 200 notches over you know we've seen we've seen that so i I think of it like this continuum that we move folks along and that totally shifts how you run a business the phrase that i really want to harp upon here in fire nation i know you heard it but i want to reiterate it's not about making sales it's about building relationships you know, that's been the success story of Entrepreneur on Fire, just building relationships for six months before I made a dollar and then offering a free podcasting course, you know, for a long time and then saying, hey, if you want to upgrade, here's an option in a paradise. Like that is the building of relationships by delivering free, valuable, consistent content. And Jeff, what I want to move into right now is the one thing today that has you most fired up. Take a minute, share that with us. I think right now what I'm most fired up about is our uh, our coaching business is really exploding. We've got we've got a couple of clients in there that are just getting great results. We have uh, I've partnered with an experienced entrepreneur in Southern California. Her name is Heather Osgood, and she's just doing some some really great stuff. And and when I didn't do much coaching until last fall, when we really formally put a coaching practice in place, when Heather came on board, and just seeing that 
the huge transformation that we're able to have in people's life has just got me so excited. And I don't think I have ever been this like excited to go out and talk about what we're doing and this committed to what we're doing. And it's, it's just, it's hugely exciting. No, that's really exciting. And random side note, Heather's actually, uh, on Entrepreneur on Fire in six days. So Fire Nation, tune back in, get a little more update about what's going on and, and all of this great environment and world. And that's six days from when this is being aired. She's amazing. I oh, love it. I can't wait to talk to her. So, Jeff, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. It's one thing to get prospects to your website, but it's quite another to give them great user experience and engage them so they'll stick around. You might find yourself wondering how it all works. Ranking in organic search results, designing your site so that it represents your brand. Which theme is the best? How do I optimize my site so I'm not missing out on turning my prospects into leads? Good news. You don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help. Because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder, or a design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire in the number 30. At Entrepreneur on Fire, we know firsthand when you're starting up a new business, finding a place to get your logo design can be a challenge. Sure, your cousin Eddie may offer to help out, but that can get real uncomfortable real fast. And at this stage in the game, you don't have the funds to hire an agency. I've discovered an easy way you can get great design. It's called 99designs, and it's the world's largest online marketplace for graphic design. Here's how it works. You start by telling them what you need in a simple online brief. Designers from around the world begin submitting designs, and you provide them with feedback to refine the concepts. In just seven days, you get to pick your favorite design and start using it right away. If you're launching a new company, 99designs is your answer for quality graphic design at an affordable price. Right now, when you start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire, you'll get a $99 upgrade added for free. Jeff, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. I was terrified. I was afraid it wasn't going to work. What is the best advice you've ever received? If you want to make a change in your life, you have to do something different. I'll go back to the Zig Ziglar quote. If you keep on doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep on getting what you've been getting. <laughs> I'm working on my Zig impression. Yeah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? Meditation. Meditation is like training your brain. It's like training your brain to not get all goofy and go all over the place because that's what our minds do go all the over the place with fear and worry and doubt and all that kind of crap. And meditation teaches you how to focus. And before you know it, you're in control of your brain when you're not even meditating. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I am in love with Productive, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-E-E-V, and it's a task manager. There's a lot of task managers out there, but I love Productive because it's simple. It lets me uh, put my tasks in, I can make them repeat, and I can keep very good track of what I'm doing so that at the end of the day when I've checked everything off that list, whether it's 3 p.m. or 11 p.m. <laughs> or 2 a.m., whenever it is, <clears throat> I can check everything off and be confident that I've, uh, that I've been successful that day, and it's on all of my devices. 
What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I think I'm too nice sometimes. I think I, uh, I need to be more kind of up in your face and more confrontational. I, I dealt with a lot of confrontation in the corporate world, and I didn't really enjoy it. And uh, I think that my, having my own business has given me more flexibility in what I choose to deal with and what I choose to don't. I think maybe I've gone too far in that direction. Hmm. What's your biggest strength? Relationship building. And it's also been the biggest, it's been the, the biggest, it's been the best thing I've ever done for my business is looking at, it's not just about relationships with customers, but other relationships with other people who I can help and can help me in my business. Awesome. I love chocolate. So if you could recommend <laughs> one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, there's so many books and I'm going to try to, to give something a little bit more unique. Sure. Uh, I just finished uh, reading uh, The Little Red Book of Sales by Jeffrey Gittemar. And the great thing about that book is if, you know, I talked about my aha moment and, mm. and that's about, you have to realize that it's not about the product. Your products have to be quality. No question about that. But it's more about the sales. You got to put your focus first on the sales, sell it, and then make a great product. And that is a great book just about how to sell. And if you know how to sell, you're, you're never going to to starve. <laughs> so true. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Jeff, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I thought a lot about this question. I think the most important thing in that situation is you have to know that you're not going to know anything, <laughs> right? You have to be really aware of the fact that you're not going to know anything about that because it's a brand new world that we have that you've never lived in. You're not going to know anything about it. And the only way that you're going to learn about the people and what they need and what they want and what they'll pay for and how you can support yourself is to get to know them. So I would spend the 500 bucks taking people out to lunch and learning about them, learning about their culture, learning about what's going on in the world so that I can then figure out how I can create a business that will serve their needs. Jeff, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I think my parting piece of advice is that whenever you're doing something, you've got to ask yourself why. And in all likelihood, you're doing it because there is some rule that you believe you have to follow. Whatever that rule is, maybe that's putting other people first. Maybe that's you think that you have to have the security of a job in order to, to financially survive. Look at why you're doing everything that you're doing. And even when you think you've got the answer, keep asking yourself, why? Why do I think this? Why am I doing this? Why, 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 why? And what happens is when you begin to question everything and you realize that everything, I don't remember who said this. That's a quote from somebody, but they said every, maybe it was Steve Jobs, but I think it was something like all of the rules in this world were made up by somebody who's not even, not any smarter than you are. And I think when you can just look at everything and realize that, there's a framework in which we live life, and it's perfectly fine to step outside of that. Everything absolutely changes for you. And the best way to connect uh, with me is to go to howtoquitworking.com. You can get all the information that you need there about any of our products and programs and our podcasts as well. And I'd like to make a special offer to Whoa. Fire Nation, if that's okay. Yeah. 
So if you go to howtoquitworking.com slash fire, I will give you a free copy of How to Quit Working, a free electronic copy of How to Quit Working for the first 100 people. Shut the front door. That's phenomenal. Fire Nation, be one of the first 100. Howtoquitworking.com slash fire. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Jeff and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jeff in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with resources, the books he talked about, everything, including that gift for the first 100. And Jeff, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. It's been a blast. As much as we travel for conferences and other opportunities, it's nice to have the right types of software in place that can help us work more efficiently, even when we're on the go. This is especially true when it comes to our finances. Introducing the online accounting software and platform for your small business, Zero. That's X-E-R-O. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at zero.com slash podcast. That's xero.com slash podcast. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text webinar course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10 day webinar course like a champ. Have an inspired day and ignite.